Welcome to the When It Clicks podcast with Daryl and Amber. Hello, everyone. That cry, I, it just makes me smile. Like every time we do the intro, like just, I don't know. I, I do miss you interrupting, but I feel like ever since Dan said something, I'm like, well, I guess we, we have to have some kind of structure. We have to have some kind of like professional flow. So that's, um, that's kind of our attempt. So um, I'll still interrupt you sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Normally, normally it's like when we get into the flow of a conversation and we get animated and we start talking loud and we kind of like interrupt each other, but it's, you know, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, and I think that actually may happen today because this is this topic. I feel like when we, when we first started this podcast, we had, a, we started with a list of topics that we wanted to cover. And this was one of them. And I, I'm really excited because I feel like everybody deals with toxic people um what i'm pretty pretty interested in getting into though is we've um we've got some lists to get into as far as like traits and such i think what people will find is that um there's toxic relationships even the kind of like low level low key levels of toxicity that they don't even really think about and i think what we'll get into because you can't cut everybody out but I think you're going to find there's instances where there's some toxic stuff going on. You may not even be aware of, and you've just kind of ignored it. And then that might trigger you to be like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I should evaluate this relationship or this connection or whatever. So I'm, I'm excited. I think we're going to dig into some, some really, uh, some really interesting stuff here. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm stoked. What, what, what do you think? Are you uh, still pretty pumped about this topic? I think this is a great topic to discuss. I think a lot of people can relate to it on different levels. And like you said, there's different, there is different severities of a person being toxic. And I think a lot of the times you also don't realize how toxic someone can be until you're kind of out of that situation and you look back on it. And, you know, with time, typically, you know, you realize a lot more with different things and you realize how manipulative or whatever the circumstance was, this person was in your life. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a huge thing because I, I think we end up getting into kind of the flow of our day to day. And and again, like some stuff just ends up becoming, quote unquote, normal. But just because it's normal doesn't mean that it's healthy. And just because you've you've, you know, let it go for a certain amount of time doesn't even matter how long it is. You know, uh, granted, the longer something goes on, the harder it is to deal with. But I, I think some of the stuff that we'll get into is like, you know what? It's, it's about your peace of mind long-term. So whatever you have to deal with in the short term, you know, that's definitely worth it. So, um, and I'm, and I'm noticing already, cause you've got, you've got the Jersey mom look going on today. You got your Eagles hat <laughs> and I'm noticing whenever you get into something, you like, you start, um, you start tugging at your cap, like almost like, you know, you got to adjust some, adjust some stuff and, uh, you get, <laughs> you're funny. Yeah. So I'm, I, you know, the shit you on, notice. <laughs> Uh, this is the shit you notice. Yeah. Well, you know, now we got it. So here's, and here's the other thing. So I, I, I prepped the episode ahead of time and I was like, am I going to leave the clean tag on or we're going to have to go explicit? And here we are, however many minutes in and you had to drop a shit. So now I have to go explicit with whatever we put out today. So <laughs> I could have right. said worse. Yeah, you could have, I, I could have too, apparently. Cause we, we had that one episode where we were just like free flowing the F bombs, man. It was crazy. <laughs> So let's see. Um, and I, I think we've already covered this. So um, just looking at our big, beautiful outline, um, there's a sliding scale with this. 
sometimes you do have to cut people out and sometimes you do have to manage uh, the relationships. It's, it's one of those, it's, it's one of those varying degrees. And a lot of times it comes up down to like, you know, how much do you have invested in the person? How much do you think they would be willing to change? Um, Cause I think when we think of like toxic people, we think of like all the way toxic, like everything about them, just they have an aura of toxicity around them. And there absolutely are people like that. But I, I think in others, you know, if somebody just has toxic traits, which I think when we get into the list, I mean, and again, just because something comes up on the list, there's honestly going to be things when you hear it, you're gonna be like, oh, shit, like I do that at times, like as an individual, um, that doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily mean you're a toxic person. But when you start seeing that somebody's default demeanor, the way they handle things, the way they handle themselves, the way they treat others falls into this category, um, you know, there might be some bells and whistles that go off, which I think is one thing. Um, that's one thing that I, I mean, I just, I kind of hope we get the point across. So, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely different levels as to how toxic of a per you know, someone can be. I, I don't think a lot of times that that person will change. I think that that's who they are. They're that way yeah. for a reason. They've probably been that way for a long time. There's probably reasons that made them the way that they are, but yeah. that's far beyond anything that you're going to be able to change or you want someone to change for you or you want them to even notice for themselves for their hold sake. On, hold on one, hold on one second. I want you to keep talking, but I, I need like 15 seconds. So just please talk for the next 15 seconds. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, a lot of the times I don't think that people really, you know, want to change or they, they just don't even realize to begin with how they are. And then you try to present it and to them because you want to build that bond or you want to change um, your connection. <laughs> what you have one? <laughs> I'm thinking something's wrong. I'm like, all right, well, let me just keep talking. So you go grab a hat. No, man. Like I'm, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this whole thing. Like whenever I notice you tug on this, I'm going to be like, I'm going to do it myself. It's kind of like, like the old school baseball stuff where you're like stealing signs and stuff. So yeah, right. you're a mess. Well, you know, I, I send you, you know, I, I send you the outline, but you know, what, like, we, what's on your hat, by the way? What's this on your hat? Is, so this is uh, run white and blue. Um, I get typically a lot of my workout hats are from the Brooks Running Company people, just because I like the way they fit, um, and they they're pretty good at like getting like holding on to sweat. So, which is really important when you work out. So yeah, this is, this is probably the one I actually wear the most. So, um, so what yeah. you're telling me is that I need to send you an Eagles hat. Look, you can send me an Eagles hat. I would actually, I, I would wear it while I'm a Bengals fan. Like there are definitely, well, we'll, we'll get into all of this around football season. Look, dude, it's not like I'm a, it's not like I'm a Washington fan or a Cowboys fan Ugh. or a Giants fan. Look, I like I like Randall Cunningham. I like who are the other Eagles that I really like? Old school Eagles that I used to. Are you like Are you like a You're a lifelong Eagles fan, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What's you know your, who's what's you want to know who's toxic? Cowboy who's fans. Toxic? Cowboy fans. I thought the entire organization was toxic, right? <laughs> right. Jerry Jones just Dude. meddling everything, buying all the players that he wants. Don't be don't be mad at me, Cowboy fans. So good. That's all right. Any Leave of them, them that listen. I, I feel like, yeah, you and I, like, we haven't really talked football. Now, it, it's it's going to be so, like, it's going to be so, you know, it, it'll, it'll be cordial because it's not like we, 
It's not like you're a Steelers fan. It's not like oh, you're a Browns or a Ravens fan or anything like that. And I'm not like, I just, you know, I, I thought it was when you guys won the Super Bowl, I thought it was awesome. Cause like, you know, it'd been a while and like, you know, it's good. It's all good. But can we get I, back on track now? Oh, excuse me. All right, all right. <laughs> back to center. Here we go. All right. Now <clears throat> we are going to start with traits of toxic people. And I, th- this is, it's, a lot of these characteristics are going to be similar. Some of them kind of overlap, but again, like the main reason I wanted to get into these is just so like, um, as you're thinking, you're like, Oh, wait a minute, this person does that. And if that person keeps coming up as we're talking about these, that might be a relationship that you at least want to look at and be like, what's going on here? What kind of boundaries do I need to set? Um, okay. First one, they're manipulative, right? Extremely manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, and again, as we get into these, we'll have some more specific examples, but I think have an underlining, an underlining message with anybody that's toxic is that they, they craft everything to meet their own needs. They, they control the narrative, they control the story, and they are so good at it that they get you questioning yourself. Very calculated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like you'll, they'll say something like you will legit know in a situation what's happened. And then they'll be like, that didn't happen. And then they'll start like, this is what happened. And this is what it did to me. And like, they're so good at tying it back to them. And like, after a few moments of that, you're like, what actually happened? So like, they will actually get you to second guess yourself. Um, But yes, absolutely. Manipulative is, I I think it's, it's one of the the top traits, which is why it's number one. Number yeah, two. if you're sorry, I'm oh, cutting you off. If okay. you're if you're having a conversation with someone who's manipulating you, and then the entire time or at the thought after the conversation is, I'm so confused. What just happened? I don't understand what they're saying. If you feel confused after you have a conversation with someone, that person is toxic, and you need to evaluate that situation. Yeah, what there is to it. I mean, like, and that'll be so. And trust your gut on this. This is this is actually one of them. If you leave a conversation and you feel confused, and this again, this isn't a one-time thing, but this is a continual pattern as you're talking to this person. It's a red flag, and you know you'll hear all the time like take off the rose-colored glasses so you can actually see the red flags. So like if yes. you find that you're constantly making excuses for people, and you know we talk a lot of times about how people have a situation, you know, they're going through their own situation. If somebody's upset, it has, it, it very rarely has anything really to do with you. It's stuff that's going on with them. Um, you know, but again, if you have this and it's continual, it's something where you got to look at it and, and, and just, you know, evaluate it. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, that's the problem with wearing the rose colored glasses is that, you know, you overlook many things. True. And sometimes you can do that for a while. It could be a short time, you know, a short time frame, a longer time frame, whatever the circumstance is. But, you know, eventually, hopefully you do catch on to someone's manipulating you. A lot of the times it's emotionally and, you know, you got to figure that out, cut that off. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, like, at the top of this, no matter how long this has gone on, because you can get, man, I mean, you can get into a situation with somebody for like, years and years and decades and then you finally it, it finally clicks for you yeah. finally clicks good, for you like today that was a good one <laughs> yes and then you're like it clicks for you today and you're like you know what 
no more. I, I the first step, you know, you, you just got to process it yourself. Then you got to decide if you're going to have a conversation with the person about it. Because again, like some of these relationships you want to salvage, but I, and I, when I was putting this list together, I like you, I don't, I think a lot of these people are 100% toxic and are not willing to change because they don't think they're wrong. Um, number two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is man. I have this is. I mean, fun. this goes for this goes for family, friends, relationships. This is this is so broad, you know. So when people think about it, don't just necessarily think about a relationship. This this right. goes way way. This is in like any aspect that this takes place. This is everybody. This is any, and th this literally could be every situation in your life. You can go back to if you really want to have some fun with fun with this. What's in that solo cup? <laughs> it's just water. It is. All right. Um, but, you know, if you really want to have some fun with this, you can actually go back to like past relationships and you can start seeing patterns that have developed. And you're like, you, you wonder like, why is this continuing to go on in my life? And you're like, oh shit, it started like way back when. So you ready for number two? Sure. All right. Number two uh, toxic trait is that they are judgmental. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, I look at they're this. Open, I, they're openly judgmental. Yeah. Like they got an opinion on everybody they have, and they have no problem sharing it. And I think that ties back to like, they have their way of seeing the world. And if somebody doesn't fit exactly in that way, in the way that they want that person to fit, they have a problem with it and they will tell everybody about it. And that's what, that's where toxic people can really kill a group setting, I think, because like you could have, you could have the best intentions within your circle of friends or whatever, or within your family dynamic or whatever. And if somebody like this really gets going, they can like, because again, you'll, you will leave these conversations confused with people. Everybody else will too. And then if they make enough of a case and enough people start like questioning, then you got like everybody else buying into this stuff. But yeah, they typically have opinions on everybody and they, they will voice them. So it's, they're extremely judgmental. Yes. Okay. Ready for three? Go for it. All right. Number three, they do not take responsibility for their feelings or actions. They sure don't. <laughs> so this, this to me, this to me, it like screams the whole victim mentality thing. Like they yes. find a way. Yeah. They, they like find a way to make nothing is their is their problem. They are Teflon. Everything bounces off of them. It is somebody else's fault. The reason that life has not worked, has not or is not working out in the exact way that they want it to work out for themselves is solely because of other people. And it has nothing to do with them. Now, um, what you and I talk a lot about is that you really only have so many things within your life that you can control. And if you focus on those, not everything outside of your control is going to work out, but you, you seem to have a sense of, you know, you, you just, you, you have a better, you feel like you have a better handle on things and that some of the stuff outside of your control will work out. But these people, they just, they, they don't see, they don't see themselves as, as having any real responsibility in their own life. And it just, it, it's, it's really hard to deal with. Yeah. I think that there, I think this can go in two different ways. One way is like you're saying where they're going to play the victim. Nothing mm -hmm. is ever their fault. 
They are never going to admit any wrongdoing. They're never going to apologize for anything that they have done to you because in their eyes, they have truly done nothing wrong. And a lot of times people that are extremely toxic believe that or even yeah. on a narcissistic level, which we could do an entire episode on nar- on being a narcissist, sure we'll narcissist period. Yeah. Um, or it goes the other way where if you're trying to express emotion to someone or, um, you know, how maybe something they said bothered you, or you're just trying to get clarification on something with them, period, they're going to literally yeah. ignore what you're saying. And uh-huh. literally at times not even answer you. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's like they're either going to play the victim or they're going to just completely blow you off because either way, regardless, it's something that they don't want to deal with. I, I had to laugh about that completely blowing you off because like I, 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 we've all seen this. Like you're literally standing in front of somebody. You look them in the face. You ex- express how you're feeling. You say what the problem is. And they literally look at you like this. Yeah, but and then they go back like into their own world. And you're just I mean, it's just like. Yeah, no, that, that's to, that, that's totally correct. Like one out of uh, either either one of the two options. Like there's there's two ends to it. Um, so number four, they don't apologize sincerely, or at all. A lot of the times. A lot of the times, it's that it's falls not- a lot under like being. No, I think narcissism. Yeah. Yes. Well, and because I think, I mean, look, the I think a lot of what we think of as toxic behavior, because it's so self-centered, I mean, it is, if left unchecked, will get them to become a complete narcissist. Um, you know, I I think, and, and we've mentioned it, and I, I'm sure, and it is on the list somewhere, they just have no empathy. Like, they have no real emotion towards what anybody else could be going through. And again, that's something we talk a lot about is like, everybody's going through some stuff, try to understand what, what people are are feeling and dealing with. And these people, it's just, it's null and void. So, you know, if they're looking at it as more or less life as a, as an ongoing kind of competition and I can never be wrong, you're right. You will never get an apology. Um, But I think the one that's even the, the one that irks me is like the insincere apology. And I mean, you know, when you get it, it's like, basically there's like, yeah, sorry. And they just basically say it because it's like, all right, you're clearly pissed off. I have no idea why you're pissed off. I want to continue. I want to go back to like my point of view on things. So I'm just going to say in a perfunctory way that I'm sorry. So we can get back to what I want to talk about and you can, you know, stop this nonsense. Yeah. Or it's you initiating them wanting to say sorry. And the only reason, and the only time they say sorry is after you've already said like, you know, you're not even sorry for whatever X, Y, Z or whatever. And then that's the time that they will, which isn't sincere, obviously, but you know. Well, and you can always play that game with them that like, you know, we, we both I'm sure have played with our kids, especially when they were younger is like, look, I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? And they have no idea. (laughs) It's different. It's different in like a six or seven year old kid versus, you know, grown ass adult. Um, (laughs) Let's see. They don't listen. Talked about that. Um, they're inconsistent. Now, I put this on there because I don't. I don't know if you've experienced this. I think when somebody said when they say that the that a toxic person is inconsistent, I think what they say is like you just like they they do enough to like keep you off balance um, as kind of like a manipulation tactic. In general, though, the most toxic people I know 
are pretty damn consistent with how they act. Would you, would you agree? Um, yeah, I would say so. I would say that those definitely are just qual qualities and characteristics of them throughout anything in, in their life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's see. They're inconsistent. They don't, yeah, don't listen. We talked about that. Um, this is an interesting one. So if they're in a position of power, and again, this is in all areas. This is a family dynamic. This is a friendship. This is a relationship. This is a work environment. If they're in a position of power, they tend to abuse it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ego gets in the way a lot of the times. I believe you are correct as well. Um, let's see. They minimize your point of view. I, I 1, think that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty consistent across the board. Like a lot of the times they, they don't care about your point of view. Yeah. Period. Right. So it, it does not, what your point of view doesn't matter to them. If it is not benefiting them in some way, your point of view does not matter. Yeah, that's right. And it all, I, I mean, it, it comes back to everything has to fit their narrative. Um, they are self-defeating. Now I take this as I take this as like um, the person that plays the victim and the person that also has very low self-esteem and they look yes. at it, look at it as if I'm going to feel like, if I'm going to feel like crap about myself, I'm going to pull everybody else down with me. The problem with the low self-esteem thing is if you don't love yourself, you can't really love anybody else truly. And when you have low self-esteem, well, a lot of the times you're going to crave attention and you want attention from, you know, however you can get it is what you want because that's going to help with your self-esteem or so you think issues. Yes. So, yeah, I know a couple of people like that. Dig it, dig it, dig it. <laughs> uh, this one I thought was funny. Like, and you, you will see this on social media a lot. They routinely have like a new best friend. Like they meet a new person. And they are all in on that person and they will post about it and they will um, like in the old school days, like when people would put all their relationship status on Facebook, like with so-and-so single again. And then there's like, they, like they get <laughs> one to the next, like every person they meet is like the best person ever until like a week later. That's true. Yes. That seems to be a consistent pattern with people that have toxic abilities. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, they don't show empathy. We've talked about that. They're not respectful of others. We've talked about that. Um, they act like they're better than others. They, they put themselves up on a pedestal on a superior level than the rest of us. Yeah. I think it's just so much of that has to do with the ego. I think the ego plays such a huge part into, you know, yeah. acting that way. And, and that's truly how a lot of, a lot of people feel about themselves that are, yeah. Narcissists are toxic or yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we'll combine these next two that, well, no, okay. They gossip about everyone. We've already talked about that. Like they have opinions of everybody and they will freely share it. And like, you know, we, we've all like, you've all, you've all, we've all seen like groups of people that really get into this. Like you've got one person that it like will start you know, saying, saying stuff about everybody. And then all of a sudden they start pulling other people in. And then you've got this, this whole thing of like a group of people that are just like feeding off of this. 
Um, so yeah, that that one, that one, I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely know that. that yeah, is and a, I I think it's like extreme levels to that because I mean we're all we all want the, we all want the tea, want the tea. To a certain, we all want the tea to a certain extent. But you know, there's a harmless way to go about that though. You okay. you know well, when you. <laughs> Huh? Call back to the shirt on the first episode that we did. You remember what it was called? Wait, Who wants the, the tea? Who wants the tea? Does Mama Wait, want the oh, tea? Oh, Mama wants the tea. <laughs> I'm like, what is he saying? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, new shirt coming soon. And that's our, our list of shirt ideas. Although that, I think, was the original one. Um, gossip. So we'll combine these two. Uh, they make you prove yourself to them and then they make you defend yourself. Meaning like you, you have to prove who you are to them. And then at the same time, you have to defend yourself to them. Yeah, that's, and that's not, it's not healthy for yourself when you feel like you have to prove yourself to someone. Yeah. You know, it, it's really not. It, it's such an unhealthy way to have to look into uh, yeah. whatever, a friendship or whatever. You know, it's, you should never feel like you have to prove yourself to someone or your worth. Right. Never. Right. Because I, I would feel like if this is, if this is happening, like you always have to be on edge. And then you're like, you know, what's, you know, what's the next, like, what's, what's the next thing going to be? What's the next question going to be? Um, they're almost focused solely on themselves. We've already talked about that. Um, they take more than they can give. Yeah. I mean, they'll take it all if they (laughs) give nothing back. That's a good point. Like there is no, (laughs) there's no middle ground or there's no like I'll defer because it's that whole thing. If you give them an inch, they're going to take the entire thing. Um, yeah. So let's see. They only see the negative. This is back to the, those that, are, that play the uh, the victim mentality a lot. Um, you know, again, very pessimistic or negative view of, on life. Everything is somebody else's problem, or their self esteem is so low that they just don't they don't they don't actually feel that they can go out and accomplish things on their own. But by the same token, they want to bring everybody down to where they are. So. And then the last one is they cannot support others' success. So like somebody else does something, it's going well for that person. These are going to be the people that will either to that person say, oh, you know, you're just lucky you're doing this. Or, you know, they'll go to other people and they'll try to like poke pin, like, you know, poke holes in what that person's doing. So, yeah, they, they have a, again, because whatever's going on is not about them. They get, you know, they, they get pretty heated about it. Um, so that, that is our list of characteristics of toxic people. Now, we did ask on Instagram, um, we asked folks, how do you respond to toxic slash negative people in your life? Um, now, you know, me and Inst- Instagram and I have a very uh, complicated relationship. It's kind of an ongoing thing where they don't like to show my stuff to people. So I only have a couple responses here. I know you have quite a few more, but I, like normal, they probably fall into a couple categories. But I will give you um, my two here first. 
So the first response, a gentleman said, I'm kind to them, but I maintain a healthy distance. And I thought a healthy distance was really a, a good way of putting it because, you know, again, you don't want to let these people really get too close to you because they will absolutely, their, their, their funk will get on you and it will absolutely start to wreck things. Right. Yeah. I think that that's a good one, especially for when you're dealing with family members, some family members, you just absolutely, there's no way to really cut a tie altogether. So that's when you have to have, you know, strict boundaries with them. And there are certain times that you're going to have to deal with them because that's just what it is. I mean, you know, that there's functions or whatever that takes place that you just, you can't get around that, which is fine. But, yeah. you know, you do have to limit yourself to them, what you say to them, what you tell them, what you discuss, talk about. I mean, there has to be boundaries there. Yeah. And I think that family, that's a good one when regarding, you know, family members. Well, and, and this is one. Now, this is the first time that we've talked um, about toxic people directly. But every time we have talked about whether it is setting boundaries or, you know, uh, expectations of others. I know a lot of our responses come back with, you know, stuff that people are dealing with, with their family. I mean, that is a very common, I I mean, I I think all of us probably to one extent or another, if we're honest about it, like we have to limit the interaction, which again, in this soundbite world of social media, it's like, Oh, you know, cancel culture, all that cut them out. You can't always do that. So you have to keep a healthy distance. Yeah. A lot of the times I think that we learn what a toxic person is from a family member before it's a friend, before it's a relationship, before it's a coworker. And you, a lot of the times, unfortunately you learn what toxic means through a family member. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I mean, it's, that's the first experience. And then when you start again, like as you guys start playing the stuff back in the connections and relationships that you had in your life, you're going to see some stuff that started really early on. And, you know, and, and another thing, because as we're talking about family members and we've talked about people being, you know, completely toxic and never changing their ways, there's also going to be a lot of situations as you evaluate this and you look at it as an adult, you realize that these family members, they weren't necessarily bad people. They're dealing with a lot of stuff that had been thrown on them at various times in life. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, 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 there's a lot of, of complication with this stuff, but really, I mean, the main reason we're talking about it like this is because we want you guys to be able to kind of like, just, you know, have kind of open thoughts about this because it is very easy when you're dealing with toxicity to internalize it and really think that it's you because a lot of times you've been told it was you. So um, the other reply that I had was that on Instagram, it's easy block real life only associate when, when necessary. So uh, this again, I think in the day to day is kind of the same thing. You maintain a healthy distance. uh, And then in social media, it's, it's, you know, it's easier to, uh, it's easier to deal with. So uh, what about your responses? What, uh, what did they come up with? So first I want to say, I really like the list that we just went over because I think it's a great list. If you're in a situation with a person that you are kind of trying to figure them out, or maybe you don't feel like it's the healthiest relationship, friendship, whatever that you're in. And, you know, that those are great things to look into to say, you know, like, well, in what way is this really going to go with this person? You know, so that's good. What I like about what we did on Instagram was a lot of the responses I had, which I want to say thank you to everybody that responded because there actually was 
quite a few yeah. that did. Yeah. Um, what I love about that is that all these responses pretty much were from people who have already, you could tell by the responses, have dealt with <laughs> many toxic or uh, uh, you learned somehow, right? So you dealt yeah. with at least one toxic person that really left a mark that, you know, made you want to, uh, you learn lessons, right? That's that yeah. pretty much is what it is. Yeah. So I love that because that is, you know, a lot of people really responded to this and you can tell that a lot of people, this is something that, you know, people deal with. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to go through all the ones that I have. I'm just going to, I just kind of picked out like random ones. Cool. So one of them was based on the fact of ignoring, ignoring and minimizing interactions, which we've already, yeah. you know, which seems to be what a lot of people, you know, think, which is a great logical way to deal with yeah. someone that is toxic. Um, another response was based around um, that life is short. You know, it doesn't matter who they are. Like we said, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be, a coworker it could be a relationship. Um, if your life is worse with them in it, then they're gone. So that's a good way as also. Um, somebody else just said, you know, you just get rid of them, period. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> um, I learned to just ignore it. So then again, about ignoring, which is, seems to be a big response to that. Um, I stay in my own lane, you know, and that's all I worry about. And that's great too. Um, kill them with kindness, be the bigger person. So I don't know. I thought those were some good ones. Yeah. The, the only thing that, that, and those were all excellent responses, um, cutting them out completely. I think, and I, I love the, if they're bringing you down or if they're, if they're, if they have a negative impact on you, cut them out. I love that. Um, I think you and I would both agree that that's, not the easiest thing to do, especially at first. So continue to work on it. But I, I, I do think taking an ultimate, is this person bringing value to my life? If the answer is no, do they have a negative impact on my life? And then if they do, you, you do have to assess it and say, you know what, like, can I feasibly cut this person out? And if you can, even though you know, we mentioned the reasons that would make it difficult, like uh, some people straight up just don't like conflict at all. Some people it's, it's that, you know, this person has been in their life. So they feel a certain kind of loyalty, but I mean, we, we all definitely, you, you get to a point where you have to start cutting people out. Um, and you know, I, I, I it does over time, um, it gets easier to do it. And then as, as you've mentioned, you know, you got to look at this big picture, like it can't, it's not the whole thing of like what's immediately in front of you. It's like, what's going to be the best thing long-term. Yeah, if someone isn't bringing like positivity and good energy into your life and, you know, you have to really evaluate that, you know, if yeah. they're making you feel a certain way about yourself that isn't, you know, in a good way or, you know, whatever you need to, you know, that's when you really need to say, and this is like a continual pattern. I mean, like when you're, you know, like I said, if it's someone that you, you are close enough with that you feel like you could have a good conversation with them and things could truly change, it's a different story. But a lot of what we're basing this around is just like extremely toxic people that, you know, are not going to change. They have a pattern. This is the pattern that they follow. That's what that's just what it is. Then you really have to uh, evaluate that more. And this is one of those. I mean, and, and, and let's be honest, you're listening to this episode. There are probably people that keep dinging on a regular basis. And, you know, you know, if somebody is toxic 
you know what what the you know the move that needs to be made. You know if it's somebody that's going to be worth trying to, um, you know, kind of of alter things or change things with. And you're also going to know, you know, when you need to cut somebody out. And based on the responses that that we've had, I mean, you know, hey, you you deal with enough of this stuff, you start cutting people out, like because you we talk about how so much of this is about personal growth and healing and development. You don't have time for that shit. Like you don't have time to deal with people like that. And then you know, when you start cutting them out, like you will feel a weight coming off of you. So, so yeah, I mean, but, but really assess it. It's not going to be the easy thing to do. Um, but you know, you, you, you guys know, as you're listening and as you're evaluating this stuff, you're like, yeah, you know what? I know what I need to do. Um, so we got another, this list is a little bit shorter, but I think this is super important on what we're talking about. Because again, you guys are like evaluating things as you listen so I wanted to talk about how to handle toxic people. So, you know, this gets into it a little bit more. You can't just blanketly cut people out all the time. You can't, you know, you, you sometimes, yes, you set space, but that's not, that's not enough. Um, but number one is avoid the victim mentality. If somebody in your life is always bringing it back to them and they just can't get it together, like, even if they're not blaming you for it, like, you, you don't like, you, you don't have to save them basically. Like, because that, if you take that on yourself, it's bringing you down. If you try to save a negative toxic person, you are going to drain yourself completely. 100%. You will literally feel drained, depleted. That's true. I wasn't feeling drained there, but I was feeling a little bit perched and I had to get some more. <laughs> <laughs> um, more vodka uh, it's water um, yeah. I wish it was vodka yeah <laughs> too, too early in the day for that one. Um, I mean it's one o'clock I mean <laughs> I, I don't know how do you how do you handle your Sundays I mean it's not 8 a.m. <laughs> stop rationalizing and, anyway um, anyway <laughs> getting sidetracked. Um, and that's kind of what we talked about before about keeping distance, keep things surface level. If you need to, to interact, like try to take the emotion out of it. And if you're interacting with them, this all goes into not feeding into what they're doing, which, you know, like, like keep the emotion out and keep it surface level. Yeah. Yeah, surface level is. Sorry, I thought you were gonna keep going. Surface, <laughs> le surface level. Yeah, I'm the queen of surface level. Okay, you already know this. All right, I am the queen of surface level. I can keep shit so surface level. It is like I am a pro at this. So, and this says, by the way, just for, this is this comes with time, skill, and a lot of life lessons that have been learned. But I sure. can, I can surface level the shit out of something. So. You know, it's just funny. People that think yeah. that they know you, some people that think they know you don't know a damn thing about you, but you are so good about that surface level. I tell you, that's a skill, mastered yeah. skill. It's, it's basically keeping the conversation going, but not telling people anything. A but damn yeah, thing. It, it is a skill. And I'll tell you what, um, we might have to do it. <laughs> Episode we on talk that. about this all the time. We, we, you we and do. I talk about this a lot. We do. Yeah. No, I mean, it is like, 
um, it's, it's just, it's funny to like, it, it is, it is funny because yeah, I've, I've totally seen you do this and it's just, it's, yeah. it's interesting how you, you keep a conversation going, but people don't know a thing about you, which is. Nope. It's the way to be. So there's boundaries, man. Listen, these boundaries, boy. You're glowing. Look at you. Look at you. Cause it, take, cause it took a lot. It took a long yeah. time to have boundaries like this. It did. Too many lessons learned. I'll tell That's you what. True. Queen of surface level. Another shirt. That's my shirt. Oh my gosh. How's your Tumblr? You got a Tumblr. Oh yes. Yes. Daryl sent me a, my birthday was this past week and he sent me a Tumblr and said, what does it say again? Pull my life together. I mean, I say it's it all, the time, say all so the time. I really do. Say all the time. Pulling I your do. life. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're of course, of course. I thought it was funny. Cause you said, you said Chris saw and was like, wait, you have merch now. <laughs> like, yeah, we got, we got merch. We keep, can do up, the- keep up buddy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like you, you, we could have you outfitted and head to toe in just the stuff that you say. There's That's so many. True. Like, I'm like the queen of one-liners. I know. Yeah. I get told yeah. that a lot. Yeah. There you go. Just that unfiltered um, mouth of mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, can we get back to the show now? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. So keep things surface level. This, this I think is actually huge. Uh, pay attention to how somebody makes you feel. And this is going to be one again, after you have those conversations, you feel confused, you feel frustrated, you know, like, do you, do you feel less than you did before you you interacted with this person? Uh, But really pay attention. And again, we're talking about how has this really trended over time? And, you know, you can, uh, we talked about the rose-colored glasses before. You probably have made a case in your head excusing stuff for far too long. And But in this case, and this is what I love about podcasting, you guys are listening to this right now. It's just you and your thoughts. And as we continue to tell you to, to, to keep working on building that more positive relationship with yourself and really having self-awareness, working through the, the path from um, – self-acceptance all the way to self-love like this is the kind of stuff this is why you want to be confident in who you are so you can evaluate this stuff because if you have toxic people in your life and you can't really even express honestly to yourself how they make you feel you are going to deal with the shit for the rest of your life you're going to be miserable and it's going to stunt it's going to stunt not only your development in all areas but you're going to be unhappy and we, we don't want that for you we want you guys to be happy yes you have to be in tune in a way with your emotions, you know, pay attention to how people make you feel after what they say to you, how they treat you when you're around them. It's, it's important because that's how you're going to weed through people that weren't really meant necessarily to be in your life. So. This is true. This is true. And, and I think tying, uh, tying back into that was the next one, which is putting yourself first. I mean, you have to look at, you have to look at the interactions with these people over, over time and then you have to ask, like, what value am I getting from this? Like, or is this draining me? We've, we've talked about how draining these people are. Like, you know, you, you, but you have to be honest with yourself about it. And then no excuses, no bullshit. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's difficult sometimes to, you know, cut somebody off altogether. But once you do, a lot of the times, when some time passes, you will be thankful that you did. So I agree. 
I agree. And this, now we've mentioned this, and I kind of want to go off into a sidebar on this. Don't try to fix them. Now, I always, I, I find when people want to take on other people as their projects, what that screams to me is they don't want to deal with what's going on with themselves. So what they do as a distraction is they want to start saving everybody else. And yes. all the time, because then they can feel like they're making a difference. But when it comes to like their own, uh, their own shortcomings, their own insecurities, um, and it's, it's just, and it's not even always like the most negative stuff, but I, I just, I think a lot of times when somebody wants to be known as the savior or the mar martyr or whatever, it's because it takes the focus off of them. Yeah. It's a good way uh, to fill a void. A yeah. lot of the times you're trying to fill a void of something that you don't really want to deal with that pertains to your life and to yourself. And it's easier to put that focus on someone else. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, say no and stick to it. So this, 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 this right here, you guys are evaluating these connections, these relationships, you're probably getting fired up. You have a conversation. You're like, you're like damn it, Daryl and Amber, you got, <laughs> you got me thinking about all these people. <laughs> yeah, I know you, you got me, you got, you literally have me evaluating my entire life. You got water boy and solo cup, like just telling you all this stuff and you know, but what, but the thing is, is you're going to come to a, you're going to come to some conclusions here and whatever you decide to do, you can't half-ass it. You have to rip the bandaid off. And if it ends up being, uh, and this is what we're all, this is what we're all scared of when we have these conversations, because you know, you know that if you bring it to this person, if you're direct and you're honest and you're poking holes in, in their bullshit and their way that they put everything out, it's not going to be a smooth thing. It's not going to be a, I understand how you feel. Let's work this out. You are going to feel the full wrath with an intensity you probably haven't felt before. And the reason why is this person is very calculated in how they do these things. And if you're, if we're honest about this, you are involved with this toxic person to the extent that you are, because they have figured it out over time. They have figured out where your insecurities are. They have figured out which buttons they can push. And you better believe every one of those buttons is going to be pushed in this exchange. So you're preaching, huh? You're preaching. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm done. But like, so, but you have to stick to it. You yeah. can't back down. If you back down, you're probably going to, not even probably, you're going to end up in a worse situation. Because see, once it's out there and they know it, but you back down, then they will use you coming against them and questioning them. As again, you have to prove yourself to this person, right? In a lot of cases. That's so true. You were questioning me. How dare you say that I was doing this to you when I've been dealing with X, Y, Z, all of it. And everything that we've talked about on that list of characteristics of toxic people, you're going to feel. You're going to feel confused. You're going to feel the weight of everything of this person coming down on you. But just remember, 
short-term easiness isn't long-term happiness. And your long-term happiness, your long-term health, your long-term outlook, what you're able to do big picture with this stuff, that is what matters. So when we say stick to it, take all the time you need to prepare. The only thing you need to, to really do today is after you've decided, hey, this person is toxic and I need to make some adjustments, is you need to quiet that voice in your head that has allowed this stuff to continue to go on for as long as it has. You don't necessarily have to make all the changes today, but you got to stop playing into the, into the bullshit because when you do actually take a stand on it, you got to be ready because it is coming at you in full force. So just be prepared. Yeah, I think the thing also with saying no is, you know, it's, we've all been in situations where we've been involved with the person, like we've said, whether this is family, friendship, relationship, work, whatever, yeah. where they show you who they are, but, you know, you're like, oh, maybe they're not going to be like, you know, maybe you separate off for a little bit, right? And then you're like, well, they're not going to do that again. They're not going to do that to me again. They're not going to, now, you go back, what happens? Boom, it happens again. We, we, there's people like that in every in everyone's life. Yes. Um, the problem is, you know, you beat yourself up every time because you're like, well, I knew that was going to happen. And I should have just originally stuck with my gut of saying no and moving forward and cutting access with this person off. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that just goes to play with the lessons that we learn. I mean, that's how you learn to build these boundaries. That's how you learn what exactly what a toxic person is. That's how you learn that you don't want to deal with a person like that. Yeah. That's, that's how, you know, that's, this is all built on lessons. Well, and, and I, I think it's good to bring that back because again, no matter, no matter what, how you've tried to deal with this in the past, I think listening to a podcast episode like this and really unpacking it. And we're, we're really taking some time explaining this with you guys. I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, Amber and I are just exhausted from talking so much. You should see us. Like, it's just, I've, I have to drink so much water. She's <laughs> been into that solo cup and like, but, but like, it's super important that we're, that we're talking about this because like, no matter what's happened to this point, you can do this. And you have to remember in the long term, that's what's most important. So, I'm, and I'm, everyone I'm, knows when they come to the point that they're done. I yes. mean, and I say this to like, like some of my girlfriends, if we're talking about, you know, like a relationship issue they're having or whatever, you could tell someone to their, you're blue in the face that what you think they should do or how they should respond to someone or how they should go about someone. I always finish my conversations with, when you know it's time to be, you're going to know when you yeah. know it'll be, because you could, people just, it doesn't really matter until you hit that point where you're like, I am done with this. I am not doing this again. Yeah. That's really when it truly stops. So yeah. everybody kind of has a breaking point with different things and, and you know when it's time. And you will come to that breaking point with various people in your life. Uh, and just, you know, try to try to remember some of the points on this. And I, I honestly, like the more, sorry, the older that you get and the more that you go through this, yeah, that cutoff period is going to be a lot quicker. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Totally. Like that's, that's what happens. The older you get, the more you learn your cutoff with people is going to be a lot quicker than it used to be. So you just apologize for cutting me off. We don't do that. We just keep talking. <laughs> oh man. I was um, trying to not be rude. 
<laughs> not used to it. It threw me off a little bit. Usually we <laughs> just keep talking and talking and talking. Um, let's see. Say no and stick to it. And this, I think, is another thing, too. Again, as you, as you get into these interactions, this is not your fault. Somebody else's bullshit is not your problem. Yes. So important to learn. So, so important to learn. Most of the time, it has literally nothing to do with you and everything to do about them. Please learn that because that's like a breakthrough. A hundred percent. I was so proud of that point, too. I seen those hands in the air like. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Limit your time when possible. That goes back to, to what we were talking about before with keeping your distance. Um, if you have to be around them, set boundaries. Uh, that's just because we, we have to, boundaries are so important. And we, we honestly, I don't know, we should come up with a quota on how many times we should say boundaries on each episode because a lot of the stuff that we talk about comes back to setting boundaries. Yeah, it focuses around and Yeah, many, many things. So in this... Again, you don't have to plan everything out because these conversations, you have a conversation with a toxic person, you're going to have everything thrown at you. So there's no way to really kind of script this in your head, but have an exit strategy because I'll tell you what, if, if it gets real heated and real heavy and you got the intensity of everything at you at once, there is nothing wrong with you just saying, you know what, I'm done with this. You can walk away from the conversation and they can take, I'm done with this however you want them to take it. You could, if, if you feel like there's more for you to say, then okay. But honestly, most of the time, if you have to say to somebody, I'm done with this because of how they're responding to you uh, and the intensity they're bringing towards you, then that is your exit strategy, not just from the conversation, but in many cases, probably the connection itself. Definitely. Um, so this one, this goes back to the whole thing. And I, I wanted to ask you about this too. Cause like the list I saw, they had encouraged them to get help, but then I automatically thought, I'm like, there's not, I, I think that would be beneficial for somebody that like is self-defeated may not necessarily like, or has played the victim so long because again, like stuff that's happened in their childhood earlier on in life and what the people, the, friends and family around them, like what they had going on and how they played into it. I mean, there are people that are playing the victim mentality that I think could benefit from having help and would be willing to change. But I, I just, I think when we talk about a lot of, of toxic folks, you encourage them to get help. It's going to be tricky because they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. Yeah. They don't see anything wrong. And in the rare circumstances that they do notice something and maybe they, I think a lot of the times they'll tell you that, Oh, I'm going to try to change. I'm going to try, I'm going to get help for this. I'm going to get help for that. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't think that most of the time it happens. So, or they don't follow. It doesn't follow through. Yeah. Well, and, and that's where you're, and that's where you get back to um, that is where you get back to what is the continual pro pattern been? <laughs> What's the continual problem been? Probably. Um, <laughs> what has this pattern looked like? And if you have enough information to say, look, this person's full of shit. They tell me all the stuff they're going to do and they never change. You know what you need to do. Um, and the last point on how to deal with toxic people, and this is going to be, this is really difficult, right? Because this, this goes against their whole ammo is you need to stay calm. That's why keeping things surface level 
is important. That's why distance is important. And that's why when you get into the heated conversation, that that safety lever of I'm just done, that is a perfect conversation slash connection slash relationship slash whatever kind of ending it needs to be. You got what you need to end it. Yeah, a lot of the times people that are that way, I mean, they feed off of that negative drama, that negativity and drama. So if you don't give that to them, you know, then that, yeah, absolutely. That's the way to be, because if you do get worked up and, and you're arguing and you're going back and forth, you're just feeding what they want. So. 1000%. So in summary, guys, um, we have given you traits of toxic people. We unpacked those. We gave you the responses of how folks on Instagram handle toxic people. And then we went into a list of strategies that you can use uh, to help handle uh, the, the folks that you deem toxic. Again, I hope as you're listening here, like if, if certain connections have really kind of come up in your head as you're listening, uh, that's, that's definitely something that probably needs to be evaluated. Uh, take your time on taking the action, but don't allow the, the nonsense to continue. And then when you do take action, you got to be ready for it, but you do have that exit. You do have that, you know what, I'm all done. And you, but again, you tell somebody you're all done, you better be all done. That's true. Yeah. And just, yeah, you just want to evaluate the people in your life and the people that are good to you and, you know, treat you good. And you just, you got to cut out the negativity and the energy suckers. You do. And you'll, you know, you'll learn who those people are. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and it's at the end of the day, and this is what we brought up. Life is short. You got to put yourself first and in the long term, you're going to feel so much better once you cut this toxicity out of your life. Um, how appreciative are we of people that are still listening to you and I talk about this? Extremely well, appreciative. I mean, you guys, yes. you guys are, you guys are fantastic. Um, we, we really, we enjoy talking about this stuff with you. Uh, it's it's been really cool to see how all of uh, you know you guys that are are listening are really listening uh, to each episode that we uh, that we're putting out. Um, we appreciate the the ratings, the reviews, the shares, the positive vibes, the feedback. Uh, I just I, I'm I'm stoked. I, I I we're really doing some some good things here, and this this has been a blast. Yes, a lot of fun, having a great time, and thank you so much for listening to us. Thanks. Yes. So with that, we will wrap up for this week. Uh, that is our conversation on toxic people, how to handle them, what they look like, all the th things. Thank you guys as always for listening. And we will talk to you again next time. Bye.